Greetings! Welcome to Act Natural, the D&D podcast where players from across the world explore two sister campaigns set in the same homebrew world. This week's episode features the wild cards. To get the latest updates, find us on Facebook with our name Act Natural, or follow us on Twitter at actnatural underscore dnd. You can also support us by going to patreon.com slash actnaturalshow. More information to come at the break. Now let's hit that intro music and start the show! Last time on the Wild Cards, the party was waking from a long rest on the outskirts of the town of Moonham. Vesper, Taz, and Liberté had an early morning conversation about Jalen, if and how they could trust him. Taz suggested the suggestion spell on him, and when he attempted to converse with her new friend, Jalen bolted out of the tent, having heard the conversation. The party let him go and slowly made their way through a rainstorm to Moonham. After a short but tense conversation with the town guards, they were allowed in. They briefly stopped by a dual shrine to Malor and Saloon before moving on to the main office building within the town. Outside in the rain, they informed the guards of their news from Jack and Harbor, which was well received and promised to be circulated throughout the town. They moved inside, finally, within the Crescent Knight Tavern. They bought drinks and food before Liberté spotted a pair of Dragonborn. He made his way over and informed them of the news, after which they bolted out of the establishment. They also engaged with a pair of half-elves who were gambling and playing cards. Vesper and Alexander began to play, both having mixed levels of success, until the end with Alexander winning a very large pot. The bards, who were supposed to play that night at the tavern, quickly left. It was not long after this that Alexander realized all the coin he had won was fake. Frustrated, he searched the town without much luck, though he alerted the guards to their crime. The rest of the party began to explore the remainder of the town while discussing the origins of tiefling names. Liberté headed to Gnome Improvement to buy some potions and bought some cookies and lemonade as well. He then had a heart-to-heart with Vesper about life and where they were headed. Jacques drank and bought jewelry, all while Taz and Alexander headed to the secret salon, where they learned they could exchange their personal secrets for coin. party then gathered back up in the Crescent Knight, where they shared in Liberté's remaining cookies. And that is where we are picking up. So as a reminder, Liberté, you have the party inspiration today. It is late afternoon on the 4th of autumn. You all have gathered back inside the Crescent Night. What would you all like to do? Uh, how late in the afternoon is it? It's like four o'clock. Okay. Um, did we want to stay the night in town to get another hour or two on the road and stay in the tent? 
I would rather keep moving. Uh, you guys don't have anything else to do? Want to do? Oh, no. No, there's much more to do. I know that a couple of people at the end of the last session had discussed possibly going and checking out the secret place. But that's up to you guys if you want to continue that thread. Let's see, who was the one who went to the, the, the secret place? It was... Taz and Alexander. I... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, do we want money? Uh, it's not a lot of money. I told a secret and I got two gold. Alexander told a secret and he got two silver. We did find out last time, though, or somebody figured out that the more people in the room when the, the secret is revealed multiplies the money. As well as the impact of the secret. Does it have to be a secret? What if I tell a really good lie? With that... You are more than welcome to try. I think that's why they call it the secret salon, though. You might have to pay if they figure it out. Oh, shit. Is it, like, a booth that you just, like, there's a, like, little fake person in it? There's no fake person. There's a bench, and you can close the door and then sit down. And has Vesper seen an animatronic fortune teller before? <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> That's why we need to know. It just—it seems really weird that there's just this thing that you go and tell its secrets and then it pays you. Well, who makes that? I don't know. Maybe a church devoted to secrets? They pay you? Somebody who wants to collect secrets? You guys are just gonna go give your secrets to a magic box stool thing? Yeah, I did it already. I'm done. I'm tapped. I don't have any secrets. Okay. That leaves... I mean, if you want to try and lie to it, we can, but I don't think we need to. Okay. Well, if you guys don't need money, then... I bet you Jacques has some secrets. Jacques? Uh, as in money? Wait, 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 don't tell us, don't tell us. You've got to save it for the place. Place. Otherwise, it's not a secret by the time we get there. Uh, why do I need to be there? You don't. <laughs> I was just saying that I assume you have secrets because I... We don't really know much about you. Secrets. Um, I don't think I have any secrets. Or you can't remember them. That's possible. I tend to be forgetful. Just a little bit. Why don't we um, 
Well, I guess if, if, um, uh, if you want to ask me anything, I'm going to open the book. Yeah, I don't think that's the point of the secret salon. Uh, unless somebody's got a really big secret that they've been keeping from us that can make us a good bit of gold, but we don't know what the flip side is. I don't know what a good secret is. Well, yeah, uh, but we also don't know if there may be repercussions later. Who knows? I, I vote for packing up while before we get roped into saving the town from some sort of impending c catastrophe and, you know, continue on our way. I'm good with hitting the road. Yeah. Same. I mean, okay. I want to find those half-elves, but I'm pretty sure they'll show up along the way. Like, they'll, they'll appear. At least expect them. Yeah, at least you, in telling the guards what they did and telling the bartender what they did, they, you know, can't get into any trouble, you know, here, you know, in this town anymore, or cause any trouble anyway. Um, won't do anything else here. They'll they'll be on the on the move. Unless we'll, they we'll have a hat them. like yours, and they can just. Yeah, know. but I can't even do that anymore. So. Well, just because you're not wearing the hat, I can exactly. still do it. And Beaver Tate too. Yep. All right. Why don't we settle up? Get the heck out and get a couple of hours walk in and then, you know, find a nice flat place to set up the tent. All right. So that's what we do, Josh. Uh, should I make, should we make a survival or something for our anchor spot? Cap. Just, uh, out of the way. You'll need to make a roll. You'll need to make a roll once once you guys get down to like starting to camp. But you guys haven't even left the city yet. Okay. All right, you guys, pack up your stuff, head out of the Crescent Cloud, or I'm sorry, the Crescent Night, back into the pouring rain, and continue on your journey. I did forget it was raining. Maybe walk through the rain before. Yeah, I have the magic hands. Did we not warn like the guard captain or whatever of that town about the the like drug dealer dispute that was going on? Well, he never admitted that he was a drug dealer. He just, to us, seemed shady. And... probably a drug dealer. I mean, it just oh, seems well. like that might be a big thing, because... 
if he's willing to kill this random man, set him up to be killed, he might go even further than that? I don't know. Well, we, again, don't even know who sent Jalen out of town. Oh, he, he knew. I asked him. Who yeah. Did he scare him. But if he's not going to tell us, the people that saved his life, he's not going to tell guards. Okay, just like, you know, might have been nice to be like, oh, hey, there's, you got a criminal who's like willing to kill people. Heads up. Yeah, yeah. but he's not all that competent and ended up getting captured by giants. And if not for us, you know, would have died. So oh, not probably no, not. The other dude. Okay. Yeah, but how do they know who that is? Yeah, we don't know who that is. Mm-hmm. Criminals willing to kill people are a dime a dozen. Like, it's not really... Yeah, I'm traveling with one. Alexander. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of do a spit take on the water that I'm drinking. All right. You guys have headed off back into the forests that surround Moonham. And just as the sun starts to go down, blue sky turning to purples with streaks of red and orange and yellow, you do start to exit more and more of the foresty patches and into the scrubland prior to getting to the desert. You guys are able to find uh, a spot to camp. Is there anything specific you guys would like to do this evening? Uh, set the tent to brown. Um, but nothing, you know, in particular. I, uh, Taz is very focused and, and has a bit of nervous energy, you know, as we're approaching Adoru. What what time is it that we're getting the tent set up? Seven eight ish. Oh um, how much ability based on my reading of that that herbalism book? Uh, do I have at finding materials if I'm looking while we're out? Um, y- you know what to look for now that you've studied through the book enough and practiced enough. You have an you have an idea of what types of herbs, what types of leaves, and at what stage of the growing process they need to be. So you would make a straight survival check. Okay, so um, I guess let me know if I need to do a check at some point, but when we're generally walking, I want to keep an eye out, and then if we ever stop to rest and I have a chance to look around, I'll do that too, but I'm not like specifically going to make everybody wait while I spend four hours looking. Okay. Um, I, I would say to do like a thorough search would be like the equivalent of a short rest. So like if everyone else took a rest during the middle of the day you and you wanted to go look for an hour, that'd be fine. Okay. Um, if you wanted to look while you're actually walking, because you're actually walking on paths and roads, you're not like going through yeah. un, uh, untouched right. forest. So unless you wanted to actually like walk off of the road, 
it would be really difficult to find some. And even if you did that, I'd give you disadvantage on it because you're not. Makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Okay. So, I mean, if you really wanted to, you could try tonight before going to sleep, but it's up to you. What what time does the sun go down? Uh, it's, it, it's, you've probably got, I mean, it, the sun's already down, so we're past dusk, like, but with uh -huh. your dark vision, it helps slightly, but it's, it, it's getting dark fast. Can I transform into some kind of beast to look? How would you do that? Polymorph. Polymorph would also change your game statistics. So it might not assist you in the way that you think. Okay. What if, um, what if, uh, Jacques cast light on something to help you have more brightness to look? I mean, the, his dark vision is isn't like hindering him. So like he he could go out and search, and it would still be a straight roll. He would just be doing it, you know, before going to bed. Okay. All right. Uh, I mean, if if I have a chance, then I would. Okay. Go ahead and roll a survival check. Oops, I whispered it. Nineteen. Nineteen. Okay. Um, as you all are getting into like the start of the scrubland, you didn't camp too far from the edge of where the forests are. So between the various types of plants, between this, the brush and scrub and the more leafy undergrown forests, uh, I'll say that with that 19, you're able to find two supplies worth. Nice. In Liberté, I picked up the two vials from when the last two healing potions got used. Do you want the empty vials? Uh, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I'm, I'm not gonna. I uh, I think the the kit has everything that I need, but we can we can say that I just put them back into the kit. Okay. Right, Josh. Like we said before, we weren't going to keep we weren't going to keep track of vials for that, right? Yeah, yeah I'm I'm not going to be a stickler on that. Vials are like like a copper piece. Like, it's right. not a it's not a big deal. Right. I was going to say I also have six <laughs> empty ones. So yeah, okay. I'm I'm not really going to care. Okay. Like, Th uh, thank you, Ted. Um, what time is it? It's like a. Seven, eight. Yeah, it, it's yeah. getting towards nine at this point. Liberté is out looking for herbs still. Okay. Hey, hey Tess. Mm-hmm. You want to practice a bit? Uh, practicing my disguising or something else? No, no. Your sword. Come on, man. Oh. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, we could do it in here. We just move some stuff out of the way, yeah? Um, 
Well, I don't know. When I was younger, my mother said no sword fighting in the house, but okay. Well, no mother here. Just me. <laughs> Let's go. No rules. It's not a house. It's a tent. Okay. <laughs> okay. So we'll push the furniture aside and just make some space to do some sword sparring. So I will summon the sword and then I will follow what movements Vesper is doing because she's obviously had more practice with a well, at least by a couple of weeks with a long sword. Fair, yeah. And I'll I'll take first watch later tonight when it's time. Oh, you should have talked to Wildstep when you do that. He is so insightful. Well, I've read a lot of things. Does he have a particular subject area where he's good at? No, no, no. He, oh. Not not intelligence. Just Oh, so he's a wise horse. Yes. Yeah. Oh. So I could have done my secret telling instead of in a booth with Alexander, I could have done it with Wildstep. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure he's very trustworthy. Okay. Maybe he'll have some better advice. Yeah. Do it. You don't have to tell me because obviously secrets, but... Well, Alexander now knows. We did it wrong. It was only supposed to be one person in the booth telling the secret, and then everybody else is supposed to wait outside. But, well, we were uh, dumb. <laughs> we both went in, uh, not knowing yep. what to expect, uh, not knowing if, and not even knowing what this place was. I thought it was an entrance to, you know, an underground club or, you know, a really cool store or you know, a, a fight club, but no, it's just you know, tell me a secret and get a gold piece for it. Yeah, I was kind of hoping for a fight club too. Didn't, don't you guys have a bad experience with fight clubs? Yeah, but like, you know, you, you hit one bad one, you're going to find a good wow. one eventually. I mean, that was so. such a good point though. Like, you want to take the inspiration from me or? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, I just want to put it out that I don't have that in, uh, like that bad experience. That was everyone else. We're, You're we're just fun. lucky because you got there late. Exactly. <laughs> I just rocked up not long after. And then I'm like, oh, look at all these traumatized people. Oh, well. <laughs> um, <laughs> Let me take them under my wing and get them out of here. Yeah, life goes on, guys. Get over it. Kuna um, Matata. <laughs> yeah, it's happened to the best of us. <laughs> too soon. When is it When is it not going to be too soon? <laughs> well, it feels like it was just yesterday. It's been like a month. Get over it. It's actually probably been longer than that. 84 years. It has not been that long. <laughs> It feels like a few weeks to me. I mean, you're probably just missing time, so... Man, you're being mean to his memory issues today. I will- no, that's the first time <laughs> I've been mean! Yeah, the other time it was me. Yeah. Well, collectively it. Yeah, we're tag yeah. team. Well, 
Well, I appreciate it. I prefer if you guys don't treat it like some. I know it is some sort of disability, but I don't like being. I don't like pity or sympathy. Okay, so we won't pity you. We'll just make fun of you. Yes, I prefer that. Okay. Glad we're on the same page, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, who's gonna Who's gonna take second watch tonight? Is that Alexander? I I can. Okay. I didn't take the. I didn't do one last night, so probably I'm probably owing one. Uh, yeah, that was Liberté and and Vesper. So then you and I tonight, and then Jacques and Liberté tomorrow. Well, depending upon if we get to or at what time, or if we get to Sands Cradle. I'm hoping it's a slightly larger town than Moonham. Hopefully, the people they have real money. No. We'll see. And if, uh. <laughs> and let's hope, uh, uh. The guards. They don't extort money from the villagers. Well. I think we're better prepared for that than we once were. Yeah, hopefully. You know. Yeah, no, man. I was just, just afraid of that, like. We don't know how big the network was before in that, vill- that village was town. No. Yeah. And, you know, somewhere not too far from here, you know, maybe a couple of days walk was, you know, the bar where, you know, we met and joined Fight Club. Um so yeah, it could be that, you know, they were in, you know, they were friends of Moonham or, you know, friends of Sans Cradle. So, you know, we'll probably have to be a bit cautious, um, not knowing. Well, if, if, uh, let's say if the guards somehow do recognize us, I'll just take that as a bad sign. I assume we're just having this conversation we're just like having a conversation with swords being swung at each other yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like knocking the sword out of the way yeah <laughs> oh you know i don't i don't think i've ever got a chance to try this staff staff oh yeah my what does it do yeah i never got a chance to oh healing you know a lot of healing oh i think it's a killing <laughs> uh, uh, let's see if this works. Uh, I'm gonna whack. Uh, uh, Alexander, you mind if I hit you with this? You know, I'd really prefer if you didn't. Oh, I'm assuming everybody's outside at this point. <laughs> right? No, we're still we're swinging with the furniture in play. No, they just moved. They yeah. just moved the tables out of the way. <laughs> okay, so I'm outside by myself then, I guess. Yep. You want to be okay. I'm I'm back, but I'm outside the tent. Okay. 
So, Doc, if if you must, you know, if you want to test it, then yeah, go ahead and hit me with it. Yeah, what do, do I have to hit you with the stick for it to work, or do I just have to hold it in my hand? Try both ways. Uh, let's try it. I don't uh, think you have to damage somebody to heal them. I think you can just... But is it is that all it can do? Is it just heals? Heal? Uh, more healing? Uh, yeah. Basically, yeah. It's basically what all it does. Okay. Which... Honestly, I don't do much of it, so I feel like having it is definitely good. Is, is there like a reason you don't do a lot of healing? Uh, well, <clears throat> I never did much healing before. I was a yeah. soldier. So why are you the way that you are? Like, why are you a cleric? If you don't, cleric. Well, this says I became a cleric just recently. Oh, okay. I like to think it as, hmm, uh, maybe Bahamas putting me on the path. Okay. Is it Was one it... you're comfortable with? Because yeah, you, did you choose it? One that I've accepted. Though, however, I have yet to shake off my, you know, like, my attitude, like, the, the whole slashing, killing uh, enemies. Yeah, you do tend do to that. dive right into the fray. It's a hard habit to break, though. Yeah, like, a lot of the clerics, they, they would, you know, speak first, you negotiate first. Yeah, from no, from where I'm from, but uh, again, still trying to trying to fit in this role. Unless this is the role that I was supposed to be given, or I don't know, just working it out along the way. Mm, good enough. Do you talk to your god, like, and hear back from him? Casual question. Um, no reason. I'm asking. I want to say yes once, but I don't remember. I don't know if if that was. You know, you, you remember when I got captured in that stinking town? Yeah. 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 I was knocked out. Uh... Yeah, we remember them carrying you away to the prison. Jail, whatever. So the whole time I was unconscious. I don't know if it was just a dream or it was a vision or I don't know. There was I was at a completely different place and like some sort of fortress. And uh, did I not tell you this before? Nope. I feel like I have. I, no. I, unless I did in my mind. Mm. Unless I like to think I did. Yeah, it might have been a little bit of wishful thinking, but yeah, you're you're not the talkative type. No. But yeah, there was this person who talked to me, but felt he felt a lot more 
I don't know, powerful. I don't, I was I was just assuming maybe it would have been might have been Bahamut in a different form, but it could have been someone else. I honestly don't remember what he looked like anymore. Have you been hearing voices lately, Vesper? Me? Yeah. Um no. I've I've had feelings and uh weird things happening, but no voices. And Liberté had a god talk to him. Vesper, in, in your head you do hear, I hear you. Oh, oh, I actually correction. I do hear voices, but it's the voice of my horse, so that doesn't count. That's something that I've heard every horse yell in my life say at least once. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of odd that the five of us or actually well only four of us i don't uh, sorry alexander I, all of us have had rather otherworldly visions you seem to be the normal one that is oh, weird i think it's because i am otherworldly like i'm just above it all that makes sense yes oh so maybe it's been you all along Maybe I've been the one doing the visions the entire time. If you can explain mine, I'd appreciate it. No, you have to figure it out yourself. Oh, that's that's the journey I need to make. <laughs> so cryptic. All right, I'll head outside. I guess I'll take first watch. And see what's been keeping Liberté. Okay. You go outside, Taz, and Liberté is nowhere to be found. Uh, guys? We gotta stop allowing that. Yeah, yeah Liberté uh, is not out here. Did he go invisible? He does that sometimes. So Do you remember where you pick. left him? To pick plants? Is there a golden dragonborn out there somewhere? Uh. You, you don't see him. I mean, it's, it, it's just the entrance to, or the entrance, the area where um, you guys set up the tent. Uh. Let me uh, let me try this. I I grasp my uh, holy symbol and basically I'll cast locate creature. Okay, go ahead and click on locate creature. Let me let me take a look at it. Isn't it easier just to use sending? That's cheating. But I want to know where he is. <laughs> you do not sense him. Huh. Well, he's not within a, th a thousand feet of us. Oh no. I could try sending a message, but if he doesn't respond, then... Yeah, do it anyway. I 
feel worse. I'll cast Sadin. I'll say, Liberté, where did you go? We're looking for you. You're not here. Anything? Uh, you reach out. And Woo! Woo! So. <laughs> So I look for an owl. He says who, who, hoot. Oh, sorry. Who? Okay, so I look for an who owl flying in the sky or in a tree nearby. You don't see one. Okay, so while we were talking and fighting, a witch came by and cursed Weaver Tay and turned into an owl. So, well, I think he can do that to himself. He has never done that before, ever. Why would you think that? Um, I did. I did ask everybody about polymorph. Yep. That's. I don't think Josh knows about that, but in between weeks, I asked ever because so Liberté is is cognizant of people's decisions about their own bodies. And once he learned polymorph, he asked everyone in the party if they would be comfortable if he ever used it on them. So they do know. Liberté is this world's Henry Crabgrass. (laughs) Do I have your consent? Do I have your consent? (laughs) Probably about Uh, 20 or so minutes later. Whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. A large owl does land in the center of your small little clearing. Is there anything special about your owl that you want to describe, Liberté, as a visual? Um, yeah, the many of the feathers are uh, tipped with brass. Um, but otherwise, he's mostly brown and white. So this is a giant owl? Yes. Oh, nice. A giant um, owl. Yeah, I guess he could I guess he could have a little a little yeah, giant horned owl, couldn't he? Sure. Yes. Yeah. Any type. Yeah. Then yes. A giant owl horns. Um no, it's a specific type of owl. Yeah. Oh, so I guess I guess, I guess I'd drop the spell. Okay. Whoosh. There's a flash of bluish white light, and Liberté reappears as himself. Ah, oh, that was awesome. Did you hunt or just fly? Because owls are quite prolific hunters. I read that in the book. I noticed that none of you were outside when I came back from looking for supplies. Uh, so I thought uh, I would test out the spell and fly around keeping an eye. And I saw a uh, collection of buildings about a, a mile to the northeast. Farm? Farm buildings? Or... Wait, no, we're, in the, we're near the desert, aren't we? It was some kind of, some kind of outpost. Uh, there was like four buildings, um, but... They were abandoned a long time ago. They're ruined and overgrown. Huh. 
Not. I, I don't. Mean, th- like, and I didn't see any sign of people being there, right, Josh? No, you didn't see any movement as any time that you were an owl, other than critters moving around the forest. It, it, did it look like super old, like the totems, or just you know, like a hundred years old or twenty years old? Uh, hard to tell from the sky. Um, mm. I mean, they had fallen apart, so old enough for that. Was it big? No, it was a small outpost. So, so when you polymorph, you become more owl than tiefling. Did what was that like? Um, well, that's a better question for when I turn into something else. Uh, be- owls are pretty smart, and really, the biggest difference was that he could see better than me at night. Um, also the wings, uh, yeah, yeah, those are nice. The, the, the thing that's very interesting is that kind of like when you're walking, you don't need to concentrate on each step that you take. You just pick a direction, pick your pace, and then kind of set your body on autopilot. It's the same thing with the flying. The wings just kind of do it. Hmm. I found if I concentrated on the wings too much, I started to like mess up. Okay, that that makes sense. So you, there's no like learning curve. You just well, uh, there isn't a learning curve because I was an owl. So instinctually, you knew how to fly. Right, a fully grown owl. Like I knew. I knew how to be a fully grown owl because I was one. Okay, okay. Oh, question. If you ate a mouse in owl form and then turned back into tiefling form, do you just have, like, a mouse inside of you now? I will tell you in a second if I know the answer to that. Did you eat Uh, a mouse? (laughs) Well, I'm pretty sure it's not going to swallow whole. Natural 20. What what happens, Josh? (laughs) (laughs) Um, <laughs> ask him the big question. You don't know for certain, but based on your arcane knowledge, along with that of Taz and Alexander giving their input, you're fairly certain that when your body is being enhanced by magics, when you come back to yourself, that magics make it so your body can return safely. So you can't like eat a cougar have a cougar inside you and then transform back into Liberté with a with a full cougar inside. No, that's not how it works. Okay. Um, and that's how it works. Hmm. That's was yeah, the, the three of us were huddled together and, <laughs> and then we broke <laughs> apart and it was like, okay, and this is Liberté's answer. So it portions itself. Um... It's only a mile away, so if we want to check it out in the morning, we could, or we just ignore it. Um, I can't imagine there's anything there, but who knows? I'm up for exploring the world. We're not in the rush. Yeah, are we? Or not? Uh, This is the first time we haven't been in a rush since we were on the boat. I mean, we're not not... I mean, we're, we're not lollygagging, but... You know, it's a mile. 
Yeah, that's true. And it's we're heading northwest, right? Yes. Yeah. More more north okay. than northwest to get to to Sands Cradle, but you eventually will be heading northwest of here is where Adaru is. This is northeast, so too far out of the way. Alright, anything else you guys want to do before bed? Not me. It's like 1.3k, I think. Not me. Nope. Nope. Alright. You guys slowly find yourselves to bed. Uh, Folks take watch. No issues come throughout the night. The morning comes, you're able to pack up your tent and continue your journey. So where are we headed? The watchtower, right? What was it? No, just the abandoned buildings. Just take a peek and then start heading towards Sand's Cradle. Yeah. Okay, you begin. You guys begin to move out. Um, Liberté, go ahead and just make a survival check for me. It's not going to be a high DC at all. Okay. <laughs> natural twenty. I mean, I've rolled natural twenty, natural twenty. I rolled a thirteen plus one, and then an eighteen plus one, and an eighteen plus one. Those are my rolls tonight. Eighteen, eighteen, thirteen, twenty, twenty. You need to calm down. Yeah, seriously. We're going to get into a fight and I'm going to die in the first round. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that's like. They're due to turn at some point. Uh, I'm getting you guys... That's somewhat ominous. I'm getting I'm, I'm getting you guys set up on the map here. That's the sort of roles that you get while you're leading up to, um, you know, getting a bunch of rocks thrown at you by giants. Uh-huh. You know, the old, the old saying. The old saying. The old saying. Old Salubin Sing. Do, 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 do. All right. Okay, so now I have to get you guys on the right map. There we Whoops, nope, that's not what I want. I don't want to draw a shape. I want to select you guys. Okay. All right, now let's get you on the right map here. Boom. So Liberté, confidently knowing exactly where to go, he instantly recognizes the terrain landmarks from the night before as an owl from up above, and eventually leads you to the outskirts of one of the buildings connected to this outpost. You walk up to an area that has just a few sections of stone wall remaining. There is not much in way of a roof. There is no furniture or objects that you can see, and Slowly but surely, nature is encroaching closer and closer as no action is taken against them. Uh, question. This, uh, did it look like it was attacked or was it just like decayed or like overgrown? It, it, it looks aban- abandoned and not tended to. It doesn't look okay. like parts of it are blown apart. It's just parts have crumbled in over time. Does it look older than Moonam? I would say it looks about the same as some of the Moonam buildings. 
and keep in mind this is just this is just one of the buildings but it was the map that i made so huh <laughs> wow jesus <laughs> what the hell is going on damn it we're gonna die that's three 20s in a row hold on hold on hold on, hold on. let me let me try to roll a perception check. This is the... <laughs> See, oh my god, natural one guarantee. He's gonna ruin it. Uh, ruin the coming up right is. now. Eh, not We've got a 21, 20, 23, 24, and 25. We need a 22. Yeah. <laughs> we, we need that uh, straight flush. Um, so Jacques looking around in the surrounding wilderness and up in the trees, Taz looking through the ruins of this area. You don't find too much. You find nine gold pieces and 16 silver. Oh, let's go. That's like what? Couch change? Essentially. Okay. That's okay, couch change. Yeah, it's better than telling secrets. Um, is there... So the, the ruins just looked, you know, neglected because they were abandoned. It wasn't like, you know, any sign of any attack, um, you know, or reason why they abandoned it. Any reason that might have been apparent shortly after they abandoned it has been removed from weathering over time. It just... It, from what is still standing, it does not appear that there was any kind of attack. Okay. And I guess looking around from a geography standpoint, does it make sense why there was an outpost here? I mean, is it, you know, somewhat higher ground? Are, are there like specific pathways going back towards Moonum or other places? And also, it's like any like I don't know like uh, any signs to figure out if anyone who owned this or who this belonged to the outpost. Are there any signs of who owned it? Um, there, there is partial remains of what looks to be like a um, a wood log fence that would have gone around the outside of all of these buildings. So they would have been enclosed. Um, it is slightly up on a higher point within this, um, within this area. So you're right on the verge between the forested area and, and the scrubland. So like it, it's not completely hidden. It is kind of exposed, but just from the overgrowth, you can't really see if there used to be paths or anything oh. but you are you know a couple hours outside of moonham who knows what that might mean what what were the gods in moonham that they followed uh saloon Sal uh saloon and melora melora they're gods of moon and nature nature mm. Melora is specifically wild nature. I wonder what they could have been watching or protecting against. 
Do you think we're reading in too much? Well, given the lack of clues. We want to try to check out another building or just move on? Let's check out all the buildings. I, I would have said that the checks you guys made were for everything. It wasn't just ah, the okay, one okay. you were at. All right. Ugh, nothing yeah, it, else it, to see then. Yeah, it's it's not a big area. The entire the entire thing is maybe like sixty by sixty. It is not it is not a very big area. And I mean from the stonework, I mean that would have crumpled to the ground. These weren't very tall buildings, right? Does not appear that way, no. Yeah, so it's not a watchtower. It's just some sort of outpost. Well, we'll have to keep our eyes open to see if there are others, you know, along the way. Perhaps these were, you know, waypoints between the cities. <laughs> or, you know, something else entirely. But with nothing else really to see here. But it strays off from the path into the forest. Yes. Huh. Maybe there's more to the forest. Be inside. Well, let's not... <clears throat> Yeah. Right. So we're, we're, we're heading out. Oh. Interesting. Yeah, let's move on then. Yeah. Okay. You guys leave the ruined site behind, walk back past your campsite, back onto the road, and continue north towards Sands Cradle. Uh, I would like someone to go ahead and roll a d10 for me for today's travel. Me, me, me. Okay. Compared to the weather of yesterday, it is very pleasant. Mostly sunny. Uh, we are. It is the fall, so it is chillier in the morning, but it does warm up to a very pleasant temperature towards the middle of the day. You stop to take a break for lunch, eat some food, relax, then continue on once again. Um, everyone go ahead and make a perception check for me. Ah, so it is red dragon weather. I got that 20. Jeez, what the I got, hell? I got a 19. That's four out of 15. five rolls were 20s. That's wow. ridiculous. I didn't take advantage of it. I got a six. Okay. Um, it, it, it is not hard to notice, but uh, early in the afternoon, probably about one or two, um, Everybody but Alexander notices probably about 50 feet off um, to the right of the path that you're on. Um, you see uh, a large, not large, probably about a three foot by two foot sign, a wooden sign that is staked into the ground. Is, is there writing on it? There is writing can on it. Can we understand it? Yes, yes, you can. Okay. <laughs> um, you you guys you guys head off the path towards the sign, and as you head off, you do notice that um, you are a 
excuse me, you are on a path. It is, it is slightly overgrown, but you are on a definite path that was cut through this section um, of, of the scrubland. Um, and as it continues on, you get up to the sign and on it, you see in very old and very weathered paint that is very faded, you can just barely make out the words Stallstedt Cave. And oh. in slightly less faded wording, you see the word abandoned. And below that, tied with ropes to the bottom of the sign, is a secondary sign, which is just a single piece of wood that has been tied up with more paint on top of this. And this paint seems more recent than the top sign. It says, closed, do not enter. Oh, hell yes. And, and below that hangs yet another sign, the exact <laughs> same as the second, more rope tied to the, tied to the second, uh, and in all caps, in very recent red paint, is written, Seriously, walk away or die. Your choice. I feel We're like doing he's it, guys. Tell us right? Here. Right? We're doing it. Well, if if I fly there and don't walk there, I'm well, still okay, right? I'm glad we're trying to look into the details of that. What, what languages? This is written in common? Yes. Oh, I can't read common. I don't know what that says. <laughs> oh, man. That sign can't stop me because I can't read. <laughs> well. <sighs> so, is there a path, a lesser path going off? Yes. Th 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 there is a definite path that leads off of the road towards um, what looks to be a couple of hills a, few, a little ways off. Hmm. How much of a detour do we want to uh, take? I mean, my day is free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I want to do it really bad, you guys. I, this is what I'm about. I, I look at my wrist. I look at my wrist as if I'm looking at a watch and say, I, I think I've got time. Yeah, and I, I feel like Vesper doesn't ask for very much, so. Yeah, and you know, you know when I see a sign that says not to go in multiple times, it makes me want to go in. It's like an invitation at that point. Yeah, it's like, it's like, like something. A, yeah, it's like a double it's, negative or something. I don't know. It's like it's like it's teasing negative. me. It's teasing me to go in. All right, it's time for Alexander to pull a card. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay, I'll pull a card. I don't, I don't, I don't need anything other than to be told. Sure. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> uh, why? <laughs> We're going all in. All right, all right. Uh, Alexander, you, you, you quickly pull out a card. Uh, this depicts a torture room with multiple knives, blades, and instruments. Please roll a D10 for me. Yeah. Oh, this is a bad one. Yeah, this is a bad one. He gets a minor detriment on the day. Oh, that's the same one you got the last time. Oh, damn it. I think, I think I've got this one a few times. Um, you know, I, if I, it's the same one, I feel like he should be immune to it. I, I don't <laughs> think you guys have gotten this one. 
Oh. oh no, I'm sorry. I misread your wording, Josh. You said and consult table six. I thought my note yeah. said and he rolled yeah. it. So, okay. Yeah. So yeah. So don't don't look at the table. Um, I, I I know what it is. Nothing immediately happens. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. So okay. so so what happened? Nothing immediately happened. That's worrisome. It's magical. I mean, it's, it's magic. It doesn't always have to explain itself. Okay. So, should we... Should we check out this cave? And... Let's go! And if we do, wait, should we proceed with caution? Because maybe some crazy guy's up there with a crossbow? We can proceed with caution. Let's check if there's been any recent tracks. If anyone's been through here recently. Okay. I'm not good at that. I'm not outdoorsy. Ah, uh, me neither. None of us are survival people. <laughs> so is this a survival check? Vesper just immediately pushes forward on Wild Step, and they both move on to the path forward. Oh, 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 I see how it is. Well, I'm thinking about time with this. Huh. Hmm. I will die the way I live. Very Foolishly? Stupid. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, and, and everybody group up. I'll move you onto the map. You follow along the path for the next probably half an hour or so. Jacques, you are looking for footprints. Um, there are a few snapped twigs and things, but they don't look significantly recently. It looks like it's been a while since this path was last tread, at least from what you've found. You all move around and into the center of what looks to be four separate hills. And as you follow the path towards the center of them, you eventually find a small creek and the path winds up alongside the creek until you eventually get to the base of one of the hills on the far side. And ahead of you, you do see that this path leads directly towards a large cavern opening. I point over to the middle of the river. I suggest we don't go swimming here. We'll give you that idea. Is that not the secret entrance? I think the entrance is here. <laughs> Oh, so you're saying that this is the secret one. Oh, okay. Yeah, exactly. Maybe that just gets us straight to the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. thought we were going all in. Uh, let's check around first. Um, for, for the record, Kat, are you able to control him? Can you move him on the map? I can, yes. Okay, good. So you, 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 can, now, you can now move both of you at the same time. Awesome. Okay. I genuinely want to know what's in the middle of the river. Like, uh, yeah, in, in 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 the center of the creek, there does seem to be a large uh, waterfall down into the creek, into some sort of subterranean cavern. As if that's not something that is important. Are you planning to go spelunking? I mean, we're already playing this. We already got baited into doing this. I'm happy <laughs> to cast fly on you if you want to fly in and check it out can do that myself, but... I... Go ahead. Let us know what you find. No one else care. <laughs> I'm curious. <laughs> I... 
but like I was so excited to cast a fly on me. I feel like you take damage better than I do, so yeah, do I'm you... I'm more on that train. Oh, do you want me to do it? Cause you're like throw the horse in there. Flimsy. I'm not sending my horse in there. But you could tell us. I really don't think that I would do too well in the air. Plus, that hole doesn't look too big. You get in the hole, Alexander. You live this round, horse. All right. Um... <laughs> Shall we proceed to the cave entrance then? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll check it out later. But if we get fired out of that and that was the end, then I'm just going to say I told you so. Right. Okay, you guys begin to move up to the cave. What are we doing? Uh, quietly? Or was this a stealth mission? Oh, moving up towards as close as I can towards the... Well, apparently not. I'm not. Okay. Our, 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 <laughs> Okay, so we're not stealthing. We're just moving yeah, up. Yeah, we're not stealthing. I'm not stealthing. Moving up. But I am letting Jock stay well ahead of me. Yeah, I'll I'll dismount, but I'll have Wild Step fall behind me. I think he's smart enough not to go into the creek, right? Yeah, no, he's the smartest damn horse ever. I mean... I'll stick my head in if I want a drink, but I really don't think I need a bath unless I smell bad. And he turns to Vesper. Do I smell bad? No, you smell like a horse, which is the best smell in the world. Yeah, I, I, I don't need a bath. So, Alexander, do you want to summon Charles and send him in first? No. Whenever he dies, I go into some form of existential dread. Uh, nah. Fuck okay, it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to cast fly and I'm going to jump in. <laughs> oh, you're going in that one. Okay. <laughs> hang on, hang on. Actually, wait. I do need to re to see uh, what I roll to get the stacks back. What do I roll for the um, violin? Because I used this yesterday, so... Uh, I think it's, it's a D... It's either the, a D4 or a D6. I'm trying to look it up real quick. I think it's a D4 because there's only like five stacks, so it wouldn't be a D6. Uh, yeah, D4 plus one. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll I'll do that. Hold up. Because that is important on whether or not I get someone else to use it on me. Okay, no, we're clear. Um, yeah, I'm going to use Fly myself. Okay. You cast Fly via your violin with a little ditty. You float up into the air. You're going down into the hole. I'm gonna I'm gonna use fly sort of stand above it and then I'm just gonna dive into it. Okay. Um, you dive farther and farther down. For about the first twenty or so feet, it stays at a very at a consistent width, and then about every ten or so feet after that, it slowly starts to shrink. And not too long after, as you continue to just go farther and farther down, the spray of water is just getting all over you you're getting wet and soaked your hair is sticking to your face all you can hear is just the roaring rush of this water and eventually you are basically in pitch darkness 
you see the light above you, but it is not penetrating deep enough to give you any sense of visibility down here. You do, use... you do hear probably about 30 or so feet below you the, the loud crashing of water. Can I use dancing lights to give yes. myself some light? No. Uh, is dancing lights concentration? Yes. I don't think so. Oh, it is. is. Yeah. It is. It is. Why not? Yeah, um, sure. Let somebody else cast fly on him, but you know. Yeah, well, it, it, well <laughs> it was my making decision, and we're doing it my way. And decided not to bring Alec or Charles with you. Well, he, <laughs> I still can. can. It, does it does it feel like we're in any danger at this point? Like, am I actually? You're not in the water. You didn't go down far enough to be in the water. It's just a constant spray. It's like being at Niagara Falls. Yeah, okay, well, I'll poof out Charles and I'll keep him in my jacket so then I can have the dark vision. Maybe that'll Okay. Work. He's immediately yeah, frustrated and burrows <laughs> as deep into your coat as possible. Um, you got claw but, marks on your chest now. Yeah, well, that's what I deal with in real life all the time, so that's fine. But Not that um, with, your, with your dark vision, you do see uh, probably 30, 40 feet down, um, the water does... Um, crash into what looks to be some sort of subterranean river that is moving through. Oh, man. This is so much more interesting than just a regular cave entrance. Uh, message. Alexander, can you hear me? I copy. How's it looking up there? Can, can, he, can he hear? I thought it was really loud. I mean, he, he can still hear it because it's like okay. in his ear, so it's. Um, what's going on? There's another cave down here. Another river. It's just like so, I foretold. So you're okay? I'm not dead. He's I'm, not I'm dead, gonna, guys. I'm gonna I'm gonna oh, fly around know. a little bit and see if I can see anything. Okay. You can only move about probably at this point like five feet in any direction before you would actually get in the water. Doesn't sound so bad though. Although the cat wouldn't like it. Then I can't see. I'm gonna fly back up. Okay. Alexander shoots up out of the hole like a superhero. I'm gonna when I get out, I'm going to spin a, a lot of times because I have flight and I want to dry off because that's a creative use of flight and everyone should do it. It doesn't take too long. A couple of minutes of zooming around the air, your clothes have dried out. Nice. And then fly wears off while he's over the middle of the river. Worthwhile. Anyway. Well, yeah, it's there. It's an entrance to something. Now we could go to the boring cave entrance, or we could jump in the river hole. Either or. Are we going to fall and crash on rocks? Well, I didn't really go that far. I was kind of flying the whole time. I don't know if you noticed. Um, but, uh... I mean, if we just want to jump in, we could. See what happens. There's no immediate danger down there. Except rocks. Yeah, except for that. But yeah. At the very least, we know that we can come out this way. 
Maybe. I think it would be cool to go that way, but I'm not excited about burning spells. To burn yeah. spells, we can just jump in and see what happens. Oh, the small small difference that only really affects humans. Uh, it's kind of dark down there. Uh, but other than that, uh, Jacques can cast light. I mean, was there like anywhere to walk? Yeah. No. Because if it's all really. just yeah, if it's all just a river flowing somewhere fly wears off in 10 minutes and then we're getting all wet and going with the current and we don't know where. Why are we concerned about where we're going? We literally looked at a sign that said don't go here and we're like, yeah, sounds good. Like, at what point did that become the concern? I think we all turn and look at Vesper. Vesper, which way do you want to go? Uh, well, I think I'd rather not have people die. That'd be cool. So maybe just going with the best option, which is sadly the boring one. I wanted to go check out the, the cave, actually. Yeah, yeah that's that's where she's cave. saying Team Boring. I'm on that team. Yeah, Team Boring. Ah, it team sucks boring. to be on this team, but yeah. Yes, suck. Alright. It's Vesper's mission. She's making the call. That's fine. Alright, let's go Team Boring. I pled my case and it was thrown out. It was really good. It was really good, but um, I, I have other people to worry about. Is it the horse? Because if that, if that was the defining factor, I'm, I'm incredible. Oh, no. He, he's staying behind anyway. He's coming with. Right, right, boy? I'm going anywhere you want me to go. If you want me to stay outside, I'll stay outside. Or if you want me to come in, I'll come in. No, I think you should stay out here and just eat. All right. He trots off and starts finding some plants to eat. All right. Well, I guess maybe me, Vesper, can lead the way first. Yep, yep. You can go... Okay, but if we don't see where this hole goes by the end of it, we'll jump. I'm jumping in it by the time we get out of this cave. Okay, but what if you drown? Let's Life proceed cautiously, and I mean, people that leave signs like that probably put up, you know, some sort of preventive measures from people coming in. And you all know how I feel about traps since I seem to set them all off. Yeah, don't go in the front. Start heading in. All right, what, what's the marching order? Uh, is it uh, wide enough to go two across? Yeah, is it? Um, it looks like it is at parts, but others it's gonna be too narrow. You probably think one by one is probably gonna be your best bet. I'll be in front then. Well, yeah, ladies first. Okay. Vesper heads into the cave. And I will cast light on my... Oh, I'm going to draw out my sword and cast light on it. 
Okay. Mm. Go ahead and drag a torch out so I can copy it when you move to the map. Uh, how do I give you what? Liberté, did you want to go last or did you want me to go last? Because I know you use your boots to run around and, and get distance and stuff, or if it's single I file. I don't have to go last. Okay. Then I will go last. So then Alexander is third, Liberté fourth, Taz fifth. Uh, I still see the other map. Is that... You still see the yeah, other map? You, he should do wild stuff. Wild stuff. You can see what, what oh. wild stuff sees. Yeah. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Here, I'll, I'll, I'll move. There. There. I, I moved him to the GM layer, so once you guys come back out, okay. I'll move him back. And, and apologies, Jacques, but maybe I should go with Vesper because of investigating. Oh, yeah. I'm not too good at that. Yeah, cool. Alright, so Vesper in the back with Tez. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, Vesper, you choose left or right. Oh, boy. Let's go left. Because this looks like it's a dead end on the other side. Okay, you all begin to move into the cave and it is naturally carved from what you can tell it does not look to be um something that was um dug out by hand How, however there is a little bit of moisture on the walls from the nearby river or creek i should say heading through okay uh alexander you wanted to make investigation uh i didn't but i can oh oh <laughs> I did. okay i I, th I, did. I thought you were saying that in the chat to to say you want to no, I, I said investigation. <laughs> Different. I, uh, <laughs> uh, wordplay. Uh, word I, I saw it, but I thought you still wanted... That's fine. Um, Taz, fine. Uh, <laughs> Taz, looking through, um, you do see uh, what looks to be a few footprints in here, but they don't look very recent. Like, like within the last couple of weeks, at least. Um... You don't see anything that makes you think traps or anything. I put still put my fingers up to my lips because as I step closer to the corner, I see some bodies or skeletons up ahead on the ground. Uh, you do. Moving around and looking up the corner, you do see what looks to be several bodies lying on the ground. All right. Um caution to Vesper. Okay. Uh, this is spooky, but we like spooky. Let's slowly go. Um, I'll take on the left, sneak? you take on the right. Okay, yeah. Are we sneaking or just... Sneaking. Uh, you know, sneaking. Got it. Okay. Uh, whoever is sneaking closer makes stealth checks. 15? God, turn that advantage off. I got a 17. Okay. 
I'm keeping an eye the way we came and, and the way we didn't go, so I'm not moving forward right now. Okay. I sent it to GM, but I got an 18. Uh, I forgot I had advantage, so I rolled twice, but still the higher is 15. Okay. As you all begin to move further and further into the cave, you do see a growing number of bodies. Generally means you're on the right track. Can we tell from this far if it's, you know, skeletons or are they decomposed or, well, fresh? Uh, they, 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 they do look to have some flesh to them. They are not skeletons. Hmm. Okay. Are they, just because the map has a line, is it like... Are they like up a step or down? Uh, it, it it is up a step, so it is like uh, about a three foot like platform. Okay. I can't quite tell yet if it goes deeper and and curves around. It looks like it does. So over here, but I don't know how far down that goes. From this distance, can we take a closer look at the bodies and try and determine how they died? Make a perception check, but you're not going to be able to get too much detail. In order to tell how they died, you're going to have to get up to them and actually look over them thoroughly. Right. But just like being able to tell if they're like, if they have burn marks or um, they, they, yeah, they, they seem to have physical Ooh, wounds. Natural one. Um, well, Taz, you get a little bit of dust in your eye. Four. Um, they, they seem to have physical wounds. You do see some blood on the ground around them, but that's, and the blood is long dried, but that's all you get. I'm gonna do my stuff. Not, not that I'm moving. Okay, Jacques, were, were you stealthing up? I forgot to roll. Okay, go ahead and roll now. Uh, well, uh... Six. Nice. <laughs> clank, clank. As Jacques turns the corner and you all hear him kind of clunking behind you, you all kind of look back and roll your eyes. Vesper and Taz, <laughs> across all of the bodies, you see the sparking of bluish purple light. <laughs> and one by one, all of them start to stand. So let's go ahead and take a five minute break and then come back and roll initiative. Hey there, it's Josh, your friendly neighborhood GM. The fan favorite part of our shows may be the sweet silence during breaks but we do hope that you find the rest of the episode, at the very least, tolerable. 
If you're one of the poor, unfortunate souls who happen to enjoy our content, then why not consider backing us on our brand new Patreon? This shiny new platform helps us create more and better content for you, our fans. Each level comes with a variety of rewards that will ingratiate you like a warlock warbling before a patron's power. Head on over to patreon.com slash actnaturalshow for more details. Link in the description included. Now back to the show. Vesper, don't forget to roll initiative. Uh, I thought uh, Josh would want me to wait, but it's cool. I no, no, you're, you're, you're fine. Go ahead and roll. Oh, oh God. Don't don't forget your um, your shiny new shield. I know. I was thinking about that. Check it. Yeah, I just get advantage. Cool. I'll do it. Um, and not to GM. No, I Nice. Can't. Slightly better. Debatable. Okay. What? Am I going first? That's a first. Alright, let's get some combat music going here. Oh no! A lot of, all of my combat songs are gone. I'm gonna have to re add them. Alright, I'm gonna have to start it down. I'm gonna have to start it down here. It's not even working now. Come on, watch together. Okay. Jumping into combat. Jacques, you are first. Okay. Uh, okay, that's weird. I, I had a brain fart for some reason. <clears throat> uh... Destroy undead. Well. Okay. That was a quick encounter. Let's see if it works. You know, I don't know if it works. What's the range on that? Yeah. Yeah. I believe it's like 30 feet. Yeah, so go, go ahead and put destroy undead in the chat so I can read it. Uh-huh. What the hell is that? Too bad these are challenge rating 20 zombies. Oh, man. Probably. They're all strawed. Oh crap! That's so weird. Come on, so weird. Whoa! What the hell? Huh? So half or lower, it destroys them. Yep. Yeah, uh, well, they they have to make a save. They have mm -hmm. to make a wisdom save against, it, and then if they fail, they are destroyed. Okay. DC fifteen. All right. They are super. They are super wise guys. Do you move up, Jacques? He, he, he didn't no, I move. I see them, and I, oh. yeah, I didn't move. I see them, and let's get out of this All right, here we go. First one. We got how many are coming here? Uh, let me let me double check here. One, two, three, four, four of them. Ah, ha, ha. <laughs> All right, first one. Fails. Second one. Fails. Third one. Fails. Oh, come on. Really? <laughs> three, Fourth two, one. two. Fail. 
all of you see Jacques grab his whole his holy symbol, stretch his hand out, and from his hand, four large bursts of silverish yellow divine light streaks forward and strikes each of the four nearest zombies, and they <laughs> just immediately disintegrate into dust. Dude, save some. Show off. Oh, okay. <laughs> that brings us to Alexander. You know, everything I, that I could do now just feels like it could be underwhelming. Um. <laughs> Use your alt. No. Um. I guess I'll step in. Uh. Yeah, yeah, I can make that distance. Only just. Um, and... I will... Yeah, I'll use the bonus action to activate my sword, and I'll attack this zombie with cat advantage. Go for it. I will. Um, now I need to turn the advantage back on, after doing all this of not having Natural oh, 20. Oh boy. I'm sorry, I said it was going to be underwhelming and then it wasn't. Uh, yes. A, na a natural 20 hits. Okay, cool. Thank you. Um, that'll be 16 damage on hit. Okay. You, you come up with your sword and just slice like its arm and part of its torso off. It looks at you. You know, I hoped that would be enough, but, um, I will take my second attack. Twenty-five to hit. Yes, that also hits. And I'll do a defensive flourish on top of that, so... So we got a six, so it's twelve damage. Okay. You you, uh, you take your sword and just stick it right through its chest, wiggle it around, and just pull it back out. It looks like it's barely holding its form together. Damn it! Oh, close. Uh, I guess that's my turn. Okay, that brings us to Vesper. Yeah, I'll just like turn around and look at Jacques. And give him like that. What the fuck, dude? Clerics. And then I guess I'll walk on over to the other zombie. So the ready. one Alexander's fighting, or the one up? Oh, okay. Uh, the other one. And I'm just <laughs> so ready for a zombie fight. I'm so disappointed. Well, this but is I'm what going it's to like. Yeah. Okay. This is like for everyone else. Go for it. Make your make your attack, Vesper. All right. Long sword. Cool. Uh, yes, right. that hits. Okay, twenty-five. Um, I'm just like I'm dazed, not really looking because I'm just like all the zombies. Alright. Are, are, are you smiting or not smiting? Uh, if the second one hits, I will smite. 
Uh, yes, 19 hits. Alright, I'll smite. Like, come on, right. I wanted to do it. What, what level? Level one. Okay, so that is 3d8. Yep. That is correct, sir. So oh, yeah. 3d8. It's not rolling it. There we go. Eight. Um, hilariously enough, that is exactly what you needed to reduce it to zero. What's your finishing touch, Vesper? I'm just, like, looking back at Jock, and I'm just, I just chop its head off without even looking at it. Like, this is how you're supposed to do it. She slashes through it. There's a divine burst of light, and it, like Jacques, disintegrates into dust. See? <laughs> No I replied back. <laughs> I was gonna say like, well, I want to try out the cleric thing, you know. Okay. Yeah. That brings us to Taz. Okay. Yes. Uh... Zombies aren't even gonna get a turn in combat, man. <laughs> I raised my AC for this. <laughs> Eight damage on the first, nine damage on the second. You take your Eldritch Blast Taz, conjure them. One goes through the chest, the other goes through the forehead, and it is just scattered amongst the ground back in this corner. So there was that. Um, Jacques, you realize if you had taken a couple of steps forward, you would have gotten all of them all at once. But thanks for taking out four of them. Yeah, you know. Share yeah, sometimes. Just one of the, yeah, it's just uh, sharing's caring. That's the word. I think that's what it's called. All right, guys, I'm ready. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well. Uh, sorry, Liberté. Liberté, um, you shout this out just in time to hear footsteps running up behind you. Uh-oh. I wonder what it could be. Wild step, no! Is, that, is, is it my turn coming? now? Your turn was just spent as everyone was winding down from the battle. What? Ripped off. <laughs> I mean, okay. There's no way I could have done the fight was over, though. I can't I, see I waited, the corner. I waited specifically. They, well, one, they were out of sight. Two, and I waited specifically to see if anybody did anything immediately after the battle because it would have been six seconds passing uh I, I just i was waiting because it was still Taz's turn in the order uh N nobody immediately spoke up so liberté as jubilant as you are from this sudden victory and still kind of being a little bit mad at Jacques, you do hear footsteps running up behind you all right we have two ghouls coming at you and they are both going to do their multi-attack oh Oh, I can't crap. even see Liberté, so... Oh, no, no, uh, no, never mind. Here's the first one, the bite. 
Nine to hit. I don't think that hits you. And then the claws. 17. Is that it? Uh, yeah, I think my AC shield? is 16. Do you shield? Do you want... Uh, it doesn't matter. I don't, I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm just... I'm a little upset because I was keeping watch behind the whole time. And, and it wasn't my turn. Um, yeah, I'll just I, use shield. You, your, passive don't, wasn't don't worry about it. Your, your passive wasn't high enough to hear them, unfortunately. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. So that misses. So what's your AC now is 20? 21? Uh, it's 21, yeah. Nice. First one misses, and the second one's a natural one. They did nothing. Thank you, ghouls. M much like the zombies. Mm. That brings us back to the top of the order. Shock. I turn around like, oh, there's more. I think about it. Uh, yeah, I guess I'll use my sword then. <laughs> 20, 25, 30. Oh, uh, let me get rid of the fuck. There we go. Um, I'm gonna pull out the glaive. I have a slash, slash at the stew. Alright, go for it. 18 to hit. Oh yeah, that hits. <laughs> they are not hard to hit. And... Bonus action, now slash again. 26 to hit. Okay. You slice through these, shock, and you're expecting it to be as easy as it was for the zombies, but these look to be like they're made of tougher stuff. You're having a harder time slashing through the form. Oh. Am I turn? Alexander. Just can't make it. Uh, I'll bring the cat with me, I guess. And yeah, I'm just out of attack reach, I think. And as for offensive spells, I do not have many. So, Terrify is useless in this situation. No one really needs healing either. No one's been hit. <laughs> yeah, I know. Is fairy uh, fire useless? I mean, there's only two things. It it does something, but gives us I mean, all advantage just... on our attacks. Yeah. Like once we get there, we can easily flank. This is what I'm saying. Like I don't like this spell won't be useful later, and I don't really want to waste spells. I, I guess I'll just take the dodge action if they attack at me. Okay, Alexander takes dodge. Vesper. Yep. Uh, I'll look back and be like, yes! And I'll start running towards them. <laughs> Sorry, uh, leave the tape, but yes. And I will go 30 feet. Or maybe 
here, and I'm going to take out my javelins, and I'm going to attempt to throw them. <laughs> okay. Yes. Uh, I'm going to say that they both have half cover because you have people in the way. But you can you can still make your attacks. They are not hard to hit, so it's probably not going to make much of a difference for you. You say that now. Yeah, I've had um, bad experiences with people doing this. Just hits me. Twenty. Oh yes, that hits. Which one are you going for? Uh, the one right in front of Libertad. Okay. All right. Right over Liberty's like head, just whoosh. and yep. then... <laughs> right into this, right into the skull. <laughs> and then my second javelin, because I have two. Thirteen. With the bonus that actually misses by one. <laughs> oh, uh, so I'll use my. Uh, <laughs> I'll use my guy <laughs> strike. Uh, Channel divinity. Uh, Channel divinity. Okay, so that does hit. Give it plus ten. <laughs> All right, that does hit. So there's now two javelins sticking out of the one on the left. How many of those? How many channel divinities do you get a short rest? Uh, two. One okay. Less. Yeah. So now two less. So. Because the destroy undead doesn't that use channel divinity? It does. Okay. So I have none right now. Okay. All right. Brings us to you, Taz. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm not happy that Liberté is in that position, so I'm not going to hold back. But like Alexander, my offensive options are limited, so I'm going to focus and I'm going to cast Hex as a bonus action on the one in front of Liberté. Okay. Uh, I guess uh, Dex um, checks he would now get disadvantage on. Um, and then I'm going to cast Eldritch Blast so, with Hex. 22 for 16 damage. And I'm assuming he's okay. still up? He is still up. Okay. 27 for 16 damage. Again. That one kills him. Okay, 32 damage. So two Eldridge Blasts come, one between your horns, Liberté, and the other around your side. And that one's body is destroyed. Uh, that does bring us to you now, Liberté. Okay, um, I'll use my boot uh, bonus action to activate my boots, and then move away so he has disadvantage on the attack because of my boots. Yes, he does. Uh, he is going for a bite attack. Thirteen. Okay, that misses. Um. And then I will just fire bolt. Uh, yeah. The twenty-seven to hit uh, oh, for ten God. damage. God, yeah, that hits. <laughs> Fire just bursts into its face. 
Um, yep. Uh, I guess I'll move back a little bit more, but... Okay, I'm done. Alright. Uh, that does bring us to their turns. Um, there's only one left, so he's going to move up, and Alexander's the closest person. But no. he, he took the dodge action, so th these multi-attack has disadvantage. So here's the bite attack. 20 with disadvantage. So it's... Uh, <laughs> yeah, that did. E e even I mean, with your disadvantage flourish, doesn't do anything. Like... Even, even with your flourish, that, that doesn't hit? Or that hits? Oh no, if I had the flourish it would, but it doesn't. Like, I don't have it anymore. I had a turn since. Right. So. It wouldn't have. I had 22 AC, but... Yeah, no. that's true. Okay. And then the claws. Wasted a natural 20 and a 9. I, so, I do the thumbs off. up. I do the thumbs up to Jacques. I said, leave it to Alexander to give you the ability to test your staff. <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So someone is actually taking damage in this fight now. I'm happy about that. Uh, All right. Although uh, I can't use it the way. All right. That brings us to Jacques. All right. I will swing with my glaive. 17 to hit. Yep, that hits. You chop off one of its arms. There's only one arm left. Its body is just covered in wounds and viscera. Glowing and eyes. I realized that I'm about, Okay, I move again. That was actually... was actually our slash again. Alright. Elephant. With advantage. Oh yeah, Jacques. What's your finishing touch? Uh, well, slice him right in half from the head. Straight down. Alexander has to kind of jump back out of the way to make sure he's not hit, but it does split in half. All right, and I will tell. Alexander, host up. I'm gonna poke you with my holy stick. Well, when you say it like that. Oh. I knew you were a holy man. I didn't think you were that kind. <laughs> and over the next couple of minutes, you, your adrenaline winds down, <laughs> and you don't think there are any more enemies within. I spend cave. the next couple of minutes looking every direction as much as I can. I'll cast Kirwa. Don't see anything. Can we, poke, can we poke at the ground just in case? Every six seconds, I turn a different direction and cast bonfire at the edge of my vision. <laughs> there you go. I got nine healing. With your staff, or? Yep, with my staff. This stick. Hey, no, uh, Holy stick. Yes? You okay? Oh, they didn't hit me. Oh, yeah, I saw that, but, like, you can be scared. It's fine. Of undead? Oh, right. Never mind. No, I guess I not. mean, they make me uncomfortable, but I, I'm generally not scared. 
scared of them. I mean, that I've just spent so much time around them. It's like if you see, like, bird, you're like, oh, it's a bird. I don't need to run. Can I check the body to see how they died? Well, yeah, I also wanted to check the bodies as well because, as creepy as this may sound, I, I want to see if any of them have eyeballs. Okay. Uh, Jacques, make a medicine t- check. Taz, which one are you going to first to try to look for eyeballs? I guess the ghouls because they were more substantial. Okay. Um, Jacques, they look to have um, slash marks across their bodies. The, there's only three left. Um, so you don't have too much to go on the rest of them because they were turned into ash. Um, Taz, make an investigation check. Yeah. I rolled a 17 before I wasted it. Ooh, 24. Uh, looking over the two ghouls and eventually the zombie between them, you are able to find one intact undead eyeball. Yay. Why? Do you can see me happy. Why? Oh, well... So you, your spells are innate. Some of mine require some really creepy components. So, you know, we could find a better eye. Well, no, it needs to be from an undead. Oh, not not from something else. So, all right. So I take that and put it in one of the containers that I have and put it in the bag of holding. Okay, concerning. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, it, it, it'll be helpful. Oh, wait, did you explain to us why? Yeah, you just said spells. Yeah, it's a spell component. Four? So, well, it, it needs to spells. be combined with something else. Oh, and Now I'm going to have to look it up. But, like, you're not, like, becoming a lich or something, right? Yeah, no, 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 no. Maybe. You never know until it happens. No, it, it actually is a protection spell for me, Vesper. Um, so it, it creates these shadows around me that makes it harder for them to hit me. But I need, yeah, an undead eye and then... It has to go inside of a, a gem of a certain value, and then I'm able to cast this spell that protects me, uh, makes it harder for things to hit me. So I thought you would approve of that. Wow, that sounds like a lot of work. I mean... Yeah, tell me about it. I, I guess that's fine. It's just when you say, I need an eye from an undead guy for a spell. <laughs> that sounds really... Yeah, I mean, this is a hard road being me. I mean, like, I had to get a pickled tentacle, you know, from from Dragon Harbor for, you know, a spell, too. And, you know, it's like really weird stuff. Maybe you need to find a different road. (laughs) 
<laughs> Once the road you're on makes you start finding pickled tentacles. I'll think about that, Vesper. Okay, alright. Just as long as it's like in your brain, floating around. Just an idea. Well, as long as it's not a live person. Oh god, no. What made you think that? I don't know. You're the person who grabs eyeballs. So do we think that those things came from this other way we didn't go? I would assume so. Are you muted, Josh? No. Oh, I'm not saying anything. Oh, okay. Did do we can we tell where they the ghouls came from? Oh, is that what that was? I wasn't asking Josh. If that's what Lou thought. Oh yeah, that's what I thought. My bad. Oh, I was asking the party. Uh, well, um, go to check. Yeah. There's a small tunnel. At least deeper in. Oh. So, do we want to check out? This way? Uh, um... Hell yeah. should do at least one more dangerous thing. Yes, one more. <laughs> so I can use this inspiration. Put the, put the guy in front that can turn them to dust with just by looking at them? Oh, uh, I can't do that anymore. Uh. Liberté thinks you're talking to him because he didn't see it. She's like, well, I, you know, I have to cast a fireball. I can't just look at them. Oh, no, no, oh, sorry, uh, yeah, oh, okay. No, no, Liberté could do that. Vesper? Do you want to go up front, Vesper? Yes, I will go up front. That is where I'm best utilized. Are you going further, or we just <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we're someone just, came into my room. So I had to pop. We're all just standing there. <laughs> yeah, like, what's the hold up? It's like, yeah, everybody starts yeah. bumping into each other. Yeah. Just stare yeah. up in his face. Uh, okay, you, so. You guys move up and find that this end of the cavern dead ends as well. But in this general area here, there is a little bit of dried blood on the ground as well. Ah. Okay. Hmm. This is where the ghouls came from. So why... Why were there... Undead? Yeah, dead bodies in here. What's the deal? I don't know, but I'm thankful. Should we yeah. look for secret... Tunnels? tunnels? Secret tunnels. Oh, secret you know tunnels. what I should do? I should use my divine sense. <laughs> I probably I forgot about that. What? Wait, you. What do you mean? What's a divine sense? Uh, it's I can for a brief moment. I can sense bad things or good things sometimes depends on who you are 
but you know, the undead things are bad, so I could figure out if they are here or anything. You could have told us all along that these things were here? Yes, but I didn't, because I don't go around like divine sensing every single Like a thousand rods. Yeah, no. Huh. I, I should have done it when I saw the bodies, maybe? Okay, so next time, yes. And I think yeah. Jacques, Jacques has a valid point. Can it go around corners? Is it... Through um, walls? Yeah, how far does it go? Do your I mean, eyes light up? Have, like, Do your horns sparkle? Does always... something happen? The fucking unicorn. Um... <laughs> If we cut off one of your horns and you got on your horse. That's a makeshift not, unicorn. I'm not going to uh, respond to that. Um, I don't have the rough numbers because it's divine magic, but roughly 60 feet. That is not behind total cover. And I can do it about five times per day. And as you do it, Vesper, you do not detect any more undead anywhere near you. We are good. What else can it detect? All bad and, things? Uh, so, meaning if we walked into Dunalin again, you would be able to sense where Lieutenant Carver is? Uh, well, okay. All right. Unless he was a fiend, an undead, or a celestial being, no. And I tried that around him, and he's not any of those things. So, okay. I'm just gonna go or start going around the cave looking for secret passages because this is weird. Okay. Um, both of you can make your own checks, or one of you between Liberté and Jacques can make one with an advantage. Uh, I, oh, I was gonna help Liberté because we're always like the team supreme. It's cool. It's cool. Out. Oh, okay. Yep. Oh, yeah. go, go ahead and make a check with advantage, Liberté. No. Don't say anything yet. Okay. I got to read that ability again. It lets okay. me. Uh, make an ability check that fails. You can spend one to re roll the d20. Okay. So if I failed, I could do it again. You could. Luckily, you did not fail, and you found Yay. one. Right? Ooh. There. I moved okay. everybody. I moved Liberté, so everyone else can run to him and find him. Go find Liberté. Where to go? Where to go? Zombie land. Clank, 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 Jesus. <laughs> How did you get this? Uh, you, you, you push uh, a small piece of fake stone out of the way, Liberté, and it opens up a small tunnel. Ah. Uh, yes! I've been looking for secret passages every place we go. <laughs> I finally found one. Are, are you going down? Uh, you want me to go first? Passage. It's probably trapped. 
Before we go, who's good at figuring out if something is not a place you should walk? It's probably uh, me, and uh, if I screw up, I'm probably hardy enough to take it. Mm. Well, I mean, I took three in the stupid clan master's palace. That is so. true. You took him like a champ. Yeah. All right, so I All will right, go, go first, and I will... Make, oh, make, make an investigation check, Taz. 14. Okay. Do you want to keep that, or do you want to re-roll? We can re-roll? How can I re-roll? If uh, Lieber Day wants to group. burn the inspiration. Oh. If we wanted to use the inspiration. Um... Because you said you wanted to use, you don't have to. Yeah, just... you're right. No, I, I don't think, I don't think 14 is something that I'm like, oh god, you got to use it. Sorry. Okay, that's fine. Um, you don't think this pathway is trapped, Taz? Okay, so then I will stealthily go through, even though it's a secret tunnel. I still, in case there are any undead down here, I don't want to make too much noise. Make a stealth check. Yeah. Hold. Hold, please. Ugh, 13. It's it, it's smaller than you anticipate, and you don't realize it at first, but it does get smaller and smaller, and eventually you're having to crawl your way through, but you do pop out the other side without issue. Does any, anybody else go? Yeah, I would follow right behind him. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm just excited that I found a secret. Vesper goes. Everybody goes. By myself. So I'll go. Wait. going. Okay. Alexander, you're coming too? Yes. I'm not staying here by myself. All right. Now, this, this is definitely trapped. Ah. A torch. So, two chests. Do they have locks on them? Make an investigation check. I'll oh, I'll do boy. the one on the I'll do the one on the right, and you can you can look over my shoulder. Okay, yeah, you can have the advantage then. Okay. I, I move toward it, and then Taz is like, "What?" I'm like, "All right." <laughs> oh, hold yeah, on. Let me give you some guidance. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Uh, go, go ahead and make a, a investigation with advantage and a D4 Taz, or you don't have to technically use it yet. You can save it if you want. Do you want to use it? Yeah. So okay. 21, uh, 21. Uh The one on the right is trapped. Hmm. What do we? What do we use for undoing physical traps? Is it thieves' tools? It would be thieves' tools. Okay. I have thieves' tools. I'm not proficient. I am. I was going to say, I look over at Vesper. Does she and you have Thieves' Tools too, or do you need mine? No, I got some from Gothrax. So. Okay. Actually, so that was from me. So I'm or, going oh, to... Sorry, Taz. I got it from Gothrax. You can't. I'm going to back up and just take a look at my protection spells for a moment, so you go ahead. <laughs> I'll back up. 
All right. Um, okay. Are you are you trying to open the chest on the right, Vesper? I'm going to try and untrap it or whatever. Okay. <laughs> Uh, is, 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 is everybody backing away like Liberté, or yeah, a yeah. little bit? Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. The one, the one on the right. The one on the right is the one. All right. We... Sorry. Sorry. Um... <laughs> All right. Go. Uh, go. Go ahead and make a thieves' tools check. I've never done this and, before. And and I, I will say, Jacques, you could give guidance if you wanted to, because yeah, yeah, I'll give her guidance, sir. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll 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 let you give guidance on all of these. It's fine. So go ahead and roll thieves tools with a D four Vesper. That's why I wish I had enhance ability. Just just roll a D twenty plus your proficiency modifier. Could take it. What about um, thieves tool? Is it like a dex weapon? Yeah, dex. Yeah, it's a dex. Oh. Okay. Okay, and then the so D4. Dex check plus proficiency. Okay, yeah. One. Okay. <laughs> you, Vesper, you haven't used your Thieves tools very much, especially not in a while. Yeah. But you are able to get into um, this chest and start picking around inside the lock. And you do see a small little vial of greenish gas. And you are very able, very easily able to pick the pin that is holding it in place and remove it. I uh, look back to everyone who are all like backed away against the corner and be like, do you guys have like no faith in me? Little, very little. We didn't leave the room. I'm right behind you. <laughs> oh, except Jacques. Jacques is brave. Thank you, Jacques. Maybe, just stubborn, probably. And I apologize, I completely forgot. I'm going to cast Detect Magic on both of the chests. Just in I, okay. I completely forgot that I have it as a, you know, free spell now. Um, I don't have to actually um, cast it. Okay. Um, Taz, you cast Detect Magic. You do not sense any magic from the chest on the left. But the one that Vesper just untrapped, you do detect a magical presence from inside. Ooh. What's cool? I'll open it. Okay. Vesper, you open it excitedly and find a very neatly. It's not what you expected. It throws you off. You find a bunch of pieces of paper. And you pick them up and look at them. They are all pieces of paper that are origami folded into the shape of birds. Okay. Let's... Do you want to check the one on the left now, Vesper? I can't detect any magic on it. But... Josh, since the spell is still going, the I'm assuming the origami birds are what. Yeah, you you are getting a, a magical order from each piece of paper. And what kind? What school, rather? Uh, this would be enchantment. Okay. Okay. 
I mean, they're cool okay. looking. Uh, Do you want to try the same thing on the other chest, Vesper? And I'll take the... Yeah, yeah. Okay. How many Oragami birds? Uh, you find eight. Go ahead and roll a Thieves Tools check, Vesper, plus D4. Ooh, dirty oh. With a two. Yep. Uh, feeling the confidence after the last one, this one takes you half the time. You are able to quickly get in, find the pin, remove it, and set it down. And that chest is now untrapped. Okay, we'll open that one and I'll again look for yep. uh, inside. Inside, you don't detect any magic, but you do find a handful of coins. Uh, counting it out over the next five minutes or so, you find 144 gold pieces and 58 silver. Did somebody add that other gold we found to their inventory? I have it. I, I counted it so that we can divide right. it at the end. It's an awfully big chest for this amount of gold, but okay. What's nice um... done. Nicely done, Vesper. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, um... why couldn't you have rolled... But you were supposed to roll low on one of those so I could use the inspiration. Oh, well, you could just <laughs> give it to me in general. It's fine. Uh, every time I get it, I don't use it. I hate it. Can we take a couple of minutes so that um, I can try and use identify, or do we want to do that tonight when we're you in should the tent? No, you should identify it in case like the paper will come to life and try to eat our brains. Or, yeah, eat a hole in the bag of holding. Okay, so we'll take ten minutes and I will cast identify on the origami birds. All right. Okay. Josh. Yes, ma'am. You said there was like a little vial of gas in that one that was trapped, right? Yes, I did. What happened to that when I disarmed it? Uh, you could have done anything you wanted with them. You, you're the one who took them out. Could I, could I take it with me? You could take, yeah, there, there were two and you could take and you could have taken both of them with you. Yeah, I'll take those then. You know, you can sell them. Or use them. Yeah, but I, I, I wouldn't recommend to... Uh... Not, not on us, no. That would be bad. But I mean, like... Go ahead in your inventory and make a note um, that says poison gas vial. You have okay. two of them. It is a DC 15 con save. Okay. Or 3d6 poison for a five-foot square. Okay, DC what again? 15 con. Con, and then... So essentially, if you were to like throw this at someone's feet and it breaks, the, the they would have to make a con save or take 3d6 poison. Awesome, thank you. 
Uh, Taz, I have put I have put it into your journal. It is under objects, and then once you tell everybody else what it is, I'll put it in theirs. Oh, it's an ability to write out a message on the parchment, and it turns into this tiny paper bird and flies to whoever we named um, the the letter goes to. Oh. Nice. Neat. Uh, uh, the question, is it like a what type use? Yeah. Once it gets to the recipient, it then is done. Uh, recipient must be on the same plane of existence, otherwise the bird turns into ash as it takes flight. Uh, has one hit point, AC 13, flying speed of 60, so it's a long time to get to its recipient. Um, immune to poison and psychic damage. It travels to within five feet of its recipient and then turns into a non-magical and inanimate sheet of parchment. Only for the intended recipient. That's really cool. There's eight. Uh, you guys were originally going to get these um, below Dragon Harbor, <laughs> but you you failed the check, <laughs> so I moved them to somewhere else. Nice. <laughs> oh. <laughs> They're cute. I like it. It's cute. I put them in the bag. Uh, of should, every day, every day we send another one to Carver that says we're coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like such a waste. Oh, wait a second. Hey, Messing with someone's never a So, so technically, oh no, these move at sixty feet per round, so they would outpace us. I was gonna say, if we wanted to find somebody, you know, we could <laughs> write, write on it. So, find the bar, Dax, the bartender, write a note to him, and then have it fly off. But it would lose us. So, oh well. Unless we have something yeah. to help us uh, travel the same distance. They travel, it travels 60 feet per round, so, oh. and just keeps going. It doesn't tire out like we do. Te technically 120, because it would use its dash. Oh, yeah. Oh, don't mind. Yeah. What if we tie a rock to it to slow it down? All right, we don't need to keep trying to break this. Okay. <laughs> Thank Everything you. Everything we get, we're like, hey, let's just see if we can make this absolutely broken. <laughs> hey, I would do the same thing, so I'm not against it. All right. Anything else you folks want to do in the cave, or are we moving on? Moving on. Moving on. Are we? Are we ending when Jordan leaves? Yeah. I mean, I, I had one other thing planned that we could get to. Um, you, you guys can do it. I don't mind. Just let well, me know. What I was thinking is if he wants to dive in that hole, it's a good excuse for me to use the inspiration. <laughs> you can you can dive me into that hole yourself and you can Oh, God. Yeah, <laughs> and then you die? I don't think so. Yeah, exactly. And that'll be on your conscience. Forever. In real life, forever. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go to I'll go to sit down for the next session and they're like, oh, we didn't tell you. 
Oh. <laughs> I'll be like 70 years old waking up from a cold sweat about the time I killed Alexander by accident. Yeah. Wouldn't quite be by accident, but... <laughs> All right, so let's let's leave the cave. Let's proceed on our way. Jordan, have okay. a good day at work. Have fun, Jordan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll probably we'll, we'll probably only go for the next half an hour or so because that's what I had planned out in case you guys didn't do this. So. Cool. Someone's got to jump in the hole for me, please. Okay, I gotta go. <laughs> I need to know what's in there. Oh. Water. Right, See ya. All right. You guys head back to the road and continue moving on. Is there anything else you guys want to do over the rest of the day? Um, you know, you brought it up earlier as a joke, but couldn't Jacques, like, message Harvard? Uh-huh. Why would I do that? You can, We could, like, crank call him. I have nothing nice to say to him. That's that's one of exactly. my biggest regrets is not having sending anymore. You could just like say, "Hey, is your refrigerator running?" <laughs> <clears throat> What's a refrigerator? Or you you send up or you do a sending and it's like, "Hmm, maybe you'll die today. Maybe not." You know, if I was to if I was to make a sending to him, it wouldn't be a joking manner. You it would be more like of a, yeah, it would be more did. like a threatening kind of. He did. Uh, he did. Message. Capture Jacques and bundle him off, ransom him. Right, and I know that, but I feel like you could abuse it. Like, if we can figure out the timing just right, you could wake him up in the dead of night with, like, a super spooky message. Mm-hmm. And just keep doing that every night. Don't for, don't forget that with sending, the recipient recognizes you as the sender. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I'm good. Don't want to be doing that. So what's the um, what's the terrain like? You know, as we're getting yep. closer to Sands Cradle. Yep. The farther north and more west you get, the fewer and fewer patches of large trees you're finding. It is starting to turn from um, it is starting to turn from your northern forests into more of your Saharan scrubland. And as you continue to move, you are seeing occasional patches of large sand every now and then. But nothing seems to happen over the rest of the day. Is the temperature rising? Slowly, but not to the point where it's going, it's becoming an issue. Okay. All right. So, yeah, I guess we keep pressing on to Sand's Cradle then. Yeah. All right. Is there anything you guys want to do that night while you're camping? Oh. Vesper? Yeah. Did 
did you want to use one of these birds to send a note to Ward? You won't get a message oh. back, but... Right, I could send one and be like, hey, I'm not dead. Yeah, I wasn't... You don't have to. I mean, you can think about it. You know, they're going to be in the bag of holding, so, you know. Right. I just... I mean, that might be the ideal situation, because then I won't hear her back. <laughs> but just let her know. Yeah. I probably hmm. should, huh? Well, we, there's writing desks, you know, so you can think about it. You can practice on, you know, regular parchment. Um, yeah. And then... Yeah. I have paper and pens and stuff, so you're more than welcome to, and you can take a couple of pieces of paper and practice what you want to say until you get it right, and then you can put it on the magical bird. So it doesn't go to waste with lots of cross outs and then just, hey, how are, and then it just stops. Yeah, my my handwriting's always been crappy, so it'll be like super big letters. Yeah, I should probably practice. That's good idea. Okay. So I'll give Vesper some parchment and pens and ink and stuff, and I guess uh, use so we've been on the road for how many days? Four days? Josh? From from where to where? From Dragon where to Harbor, where? Dragon Harbor to here. Um, it was two and a half to uh, Moonham, and then you've been on, uh, on the road for a day and a half. Okay, so four days exactly. Okay, so I still have some fresh foods and stuff, so... We'll use that and then we'll, um, uh, then I have one more night of fresh stuff and then that should take us to Sand's Cradle so we don't have to at least, you know, have any of our rations and stuff. Um, unless anybody's in the mood for beef jerky. Uh, but, you know, I'll, I'll fix everyone plates and, um, if you guys want to keep these cups in your packs, because I know, Liberté, you discovered lemonade in Moonham and didn't have a cup to drink out of, so if you want to keep yours in your pack. Okay. Do I still have that lemonade? I don't think, did we finish it? I guess we did. We, we finished it, yeah. And the cookies. And it was oddly good together. <laughs> it was just sweet on sweet. Um, yeah, I finish, you know, cleaning up and stuff and then just, you know, kick back in the chair, watching the fire. Um, oh, uh, Alexander, you were supposed to take watch tonight. Oh, okay. He's asleep. So I guess I'll take his watch then. Um, uh, Jacques, you should probably take watch first. Um, while it's still somewhat light out. Well, I so I wanted to spend an hour looking for herbs again, and during that hour, I offer if anybody wants to spend an hour as an animal 
I can concentrate on that spell while I'm looking. Uh, I could if you need help. Oh, for fun. For fun. Um, Jacques doesn't seem very much into fun. I enjoy fun. I wouldn't mind experiencing what it's like to be something else. But yeah, don't make it like yeah, I'm a, do you... don't make it like a, I'm a fish or something. What do you want to be? Well, it's night, so I guess you were perfect. I mean, a giant owl. Would that help you in right. you know with my it, you know if, if I was able to fly around and then <clears throat> if I find what you're looking for, just like you know, sort of hoot and flap and generally make a nuisance of myself? Unfortunately, you need to know what you're looking for, otherwise it just looks like more grass. Oh, okay. Then I will be your guard owl. Oh, wait, what happens if you get into trouble? I guess I can uh, attack whatever it is as a giant owl. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Oh wait, yeah, what about I'll a giant into a... cat? No, I, never mind. I know. While, while he's he goes, oh, oh wait, <laughs> and that's when I hit him with it. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. So Taz is a giant owl. Well, I'll stay here and watch. So I'll spend I'll spend an hour doing my my searching. Oops. Uh, fifteen. Okay. Going through this landscape, you've never looked for herbs in a desert before. So you're hopeful, but not super confident. Right. You get a little lucky and find a small patch of plants that seems to be what you're looking for. So you can add one to your list. Got it. That 15 was the DC you needed to get one, and you were only going to get one. So, good job. Right. Yeah, I, I figured I figured this stop was probably my last time for a while, so. Alright. Anything else folks want to do? Uh, just terrorizing rabbits outside? Oh, you do magnificently. Although I don't catch not, them, I just like terrorize them. There, there is not so much rabbits, but it's more so um, you're more um, Sahara style small mammals. Okay. Or not, or I, I this should say um, sub-Saharan, not Sahara. Hmm. The savannas of Africa. All right, and then as the time approaches, land. Jacques yeah. got first watch. I'll take second watch. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, both of you go ahead and make perception checks. Eighteen. Twelve. Okay. Nothing really seems to happen. You guys are 
have parked your tent off the main road in an inconspicuous place and put it in a decent enough spot to blend in. So you think it's... You did a pretty good job hiding. You don't see too much. The morning eventually comes. And you guys have long rested again. Did we establish who's in which room, by the way? No, it's, oh, it's been changing yeah. like every night, which has been pretty funny to me. No, I think we did. We said Jacques in one room and everybody else in the other. What was what room? Like, yeah. I think. I mean, I think I would just be in the right room every night because I think that's where I was the first night. But anyway, I'm sorry. I, we get <laughs> so, so many tangents. <laughs> Breakfast, and then out. Yep. Who gets gets to wake sleepy face? Alexander is up. He's up with everybody, moving around. He did great on guard duty last night. (laughs) Yep, breakfast, pack up out of the tent shenanigans and go yep okay you guys continue to move you have about a day and a half left until you hit sand's cradle you move out and it is now starting to get a little warmer as you are getting closer and closer to the actual desert and you are seeing starting to see larger and larger just mounds of sand you it is it is still shrubby in places, but it is definitely transitioning to that landscape fairly quickly. Um, You continue to move along for a better part of the day. Uh, Everybody go ahead and make perception check. Okay, everybody roll really bad. Just ten. Trust me. Eleven. Alexander of gets course. a 21. Alexander got a nine. <laughs> that's Seven. Uh, Vesper, you have advantage. Doesn't your shield give you advantage? I thought maybe it does. Let me check. I thought it did. <laughs> yes, it does. Oh, oh, amazing. 14. Okay. Hey, you um, doubled your okay. score. Uh, everybody actually notices it, so it was of no use to you, Liprite, I'm sorry. Um, but as you all are coming around, and I apologize for the map, but it was the best one I found, and I really liked it, so the terrain isn't perfect, but it's good enough. Uh, you all come around a bend in the road, heading up towards Sand's Cradle, and come across a rather gruesome sight. A number of bodies lay in the road ahead of you, and the remains of a once nice cart sits in the center. Most of the bodies are wearing varying cloaks and leathers of black and dark gray, but two of them are wearing similar robes of tannish green 
with a red sash around the waist. One of the two individuals wearing the different robes is a rugged, dark-skinned man who is very handsome, and the other, a woman, is nearly surrounded by motionless bodies. Tannish green with red sash. You said that was the color of the dead people? Um, so it, it, essentially all of the folks with the bandana around their heads are the ones in like dark blacks, grays, things like that. But the, the two individuals without that token were the ones in the robes. What do we walk into? Would you said tannish green with red sash? Mm-hmm. Uh, the one that aren't the yes. bandana guys are in the robes. Correct. Yep. Okay. Tannish green robes with a red sash around the waist. Got it. I'm sorry. No, you're all right. Does it look like the guys in black were protecting or attacking? Um, you're not sure, but. Everybody, as you kind of just generally look across the field, has wounds. Jacques, do you want to see if anybody's still alive? Yeah. Yeah, sure. I'll do that. Alexander, split up. To... Yeah. Stay close, actually. Don't want to split up. Well. We don't know if this is still a trap or not. At some point, we're going to stop being so paranoid, but not this day. Okay. Um, so who's who, who's doing what? Message check. I'll check the. I'll check the. See if. Uh... Yeah, why don't Why don't Jacques and Vesper you go for the woman and uh, Liberté, Alexander, and I will go by the man. Okay. All right. Well, is this a ridge here, Josh? Uh, yeah, you, you are on kind of like a ridge. Okay. Okay. Well, so, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna stay walking on that ridge and doing doing two things. I want to be looking back from the bodies to where I'm stepping to make sure I'm not walking into either something loose or also something that's a trap. Okay. Yeah, Vesper, I'm hoping you do the talking. You're seeing more of a people. Well, they're bodies, Jacques. It's it's doing checking to see if they're still alive and if they are to provide yeah. some healing to find out what happened okay yeah, um so let, let's let's go one at a time here liberté go ahead and make a perception check for the area around you and just generally keeping a lookout Teen. okay um you don't see anything in your immediate vicinity that looks to be like a trap um, but you, you do see that there are a number of footprints on this hillside that are both going down as well as up. Okay. So I'm going to stop moving there, Josh, and just keep an eye over the, you know, everything okay. while everybody else is doing stuff. Okay. Um, Taz and Alexander, what, what did what did you want you two to be doing? Uh, checking the man in the tannish green this dude um checking you know his his wounds to see you know if he's still alive or not okay um alexander will help you go ahead and make a medicine check 
Ugh, 11. Okay. Um, you, you reach down Taz and touch his neck, feel on his arms for try to find a pulse, and unfortunately you do not find one. And looking over his body, there are a number of large gashes and slashes. There is blood all, all over him and around him. So this does not look staged in any way. What do you mean by staged? Like fake? Uh, meaning, yeah, faked. Set up. Um, I mean, he. For, as far as you can tell, he's dead. And okay. I will say that at the last moment, as you're still kind of looking over him, you do notice that at the at the corners of his mouth, there's a little bit of foam. Foam. Like he was poisoned? Not sure what it means. Mm. Okay, so I'm going to then start um, investigating while, you know, knowing that Liberté's got our backs from the sort of somewhat higher grounds. Uh, how's okay. everything going over there, Vesper and Jacques? These guys are dead. Yep. Okay. Uh, go ahead and make an investigation, Taz, as I move to them. Uh, Jacques and Vesper, what are you two doing? Natural 20. Okay. All right. Um, you can either both make medicine checks or make uh, one of you can make it with advantage. It's up to you. You're good with medicine, right? Yeah, I am. Okay, then you do it. Plus zero. Oh wow! So deep. Yes. Okay. You you look over and you're specifically looking at her, correct, Jacques? Yes. Okay. Um, you you look over her uh, her body, and you see that similar to the man as Taz is shouting out things, um, she also has cuts and slashes, but they're not they're not nearly as bad. Um, you look at her, and similar to the man. There is a little bit of foam at the corner of her mouth. But it's odd. She also has her um, left arm seems to be broken. It is bent at a very odd angle out to the side. But she also seems to have her hand outstretched in an unnatural position. I want you to make an insight check, Shock. Thirteen. Okay. Do we want to keep that, or do we want to re-roll that? Um, this was an insight. Um, what was he? Yeah, yeah. Let's just use it. Use it. Yeah. All right. You rolled a six. Use it. Oh come on. Kind of better. <laughs> <laughs> It, 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 it is a little bit better, and it actually helps because the DC was 15. Uh, yeah, okay, all right. That's all that matters. <laughs> hey! uh, Jacques, you, you put two and two together that based on her positioning, where her head is and where this arm is, her arm is stretching out towards the left anchor of this arch. 
and the further and further you look at it, it looks like it's reaching towards the small crevice in between the tree and the arch. And it's at this point, as you're kind of running your hand over her body, that you do feel a pulse. She is alive, but very unconscious. I will... Because she looks like she's poisoned. I don't know if it was poisoned or not. But I will use my staff healing and I'll cast a lesser restoration on her. Okay. You cast lesser restoration on, on the body to remove any potential poisons. Yeah, and then after that, I'll cast Cure Wounds on her. Okay. You cast Cure Wounds. The healing magic seeps into the body. What level are you casting it at? Uh, first level. Okay. When I see him heal her, I'll lay on hands her myself. All right. Uh, you, you heal her, Jacques, and the breathing does ease. It becomes a little bit more steady. She she is still unconscious, but her breathing has eased. Well, she's not waking up. Yeah, and I uh, I gave her ten points with my lay on hands. Okay, I'll keep that in mind. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um... We, we should check the other people, right? Or I want to check the crevice. Well, crevice? you want to you check the people, Jacques? I'll, I've got a natural 20 on my investigation. Okay, all right. Oh, well, you, your investigation oh. was for the bodies. Guys. Oh. oh, I thought I was, no, I thought I was looking around at like the wagon and other things of like exactly what's going on here. You, you would have made that check before they got to that point though. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So, so I'm, I'm, I'm definitely going to give you some information for that 20, but it's not, it's not about the crevice. Um, so I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and do that. So I will say Taz, um, that as you start to look, look around at the various bodies, um, that are not the people in robes, um, you notice a couple of things. The um, looking at the the ruined armor and things like that of the individuals who uh, are in, are in leathers. Um, a lot of them ha- are injured in only a couple of ways. It's either very heavy bruising in various parts of their bodies, or it is scorch marks. But it's not fire. It is, it is a very sudden singeing of the flesh. You, you, you think about it for a moment, and based on some of the things that you've read and actually having seen it a couple times, just, you know, for the unfortunate circumstance, it strikes you as if someone was struck by lightning. But multiple of these bodies have this. And almost every single one of the bodies around the woman is heavily covered 
in these scorch marks. Oh, okay. So, but the woman is not. She is not. Okay, so if Vesper and Jacques careful, it looks like she may be able to cast magic. I'm not sure, but that's kind of what I think at this point. Mm. They've been heavily damaged by a lightning spell of some sort. But should I should I, should I even be checking if they're alive or not? Mm. Or should I make sure that they're all dead? Yeah, I don't know if they're I guess they were attacking the man and the woman. We won't know that for sure until she wakes up. Did you find anything else, Shock? Uh, she was pointing towards a crevice through the stone pillar the tree. Um, just want to check on that while I look at all the bodies. Okay, just um, the 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 man over here had some sort of you know foam coming out of his mouth. It would be interesting to know if the rest of them did. Uh oh, uh, just if he's still alive. Is is he dead or is he alive? The the man shock. Yes. Yeah, yeah. The 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 man is the man is definitely dead. Um, but he and the woman both have a, that similar foam. It, it is it is very similar at the corner of their mouths. But in, and I'll, I'll give this because of Taz's previous check as well. None of the individuals in leather have that. Only the two of them do. Uh, my question is: um, Was this something that they ingested, or was it something from like a, a cut? Because then they cut that's affected by poison or? anything like that or oh so you're examining the cuts on the body to see if they're different than normal cuts to see if that's how they may have been poisoned yeah and if not if they ingested then I'm assuming that they wanted that a secret and they didn't want to spill okay uh, go ahead and make an investigation check shock and and I'll give you advantage on this because of how high the rest of the rolls have been. Okay. You know, it's uh it's Don't say zero. it. Don't don't you right. say it. Right, 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 right. We already used the inspiration, so five. <laughs> Good job. Okay. Um you don't immediately find traces of poison, but if it, if it was ingested, you probably wouldn't unless you found them having um, vomited somewhere. And if it was on a weapon, it would have gone into their bloodstream. So you're not really sure if that's something you should be looking for. Um, Taz and Vesper head over towards the crevice where the woman's arm was kind of outstretched. Um, I want both of you to make an investigation check or one of you with advantage. You want me to roll that, Vesper? Sure, yeah, he's got better investigation. 14. Okay. Um, you look into the crevice, Taz, and start looking around. Both of you have dark vision, so that helps. 
and it it takes a second to kind of realize. Um, oh, damn it! Um, it, it it takes a second to kind of understand um, the kind of the situation, but you do realize that there is a rather large rock that is propped up on a couple of other ones that does not look like it was naturally placed there. And you're thinking, oh, that that looks odd. Vesper, can you maybe move that rock? Yeah, it looks yeah, out right. of place, so maybe something's underneath it? Or maybe there's a clue under it or something? I will lift the rock. Vesper <laughs> lifts the rock and audible gasps escape both Vesper and Taz's mouths as you find very quietly very very serenely wrapped tightly a tiny sleeping baby baby Yoda baby Yoda oh no it's a baby baby gift Yankee (laughs) Oh man! Oh my God! Oh hell! God Josh, damn it! Everybody, on on everybody. the map, there's a fallen tree. Is that really there or no? Yes, it is. Like I said, this was the best map I could find. Oh! So no, no, no. So that's yeah. So no, I was wondering if that was like a way that somebody might have ambushed. Because now the road is blocked. Yeah, and remember, I, I, when I was searching, there was a bunch of footsteps as if people, footprints as if people had rushed down the hill. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's exactly what it is. But then you saw footsteps going back up too, right? Uh, I don't think so. Just down. Yes, you saw both up and down the Oh, uh, Okay. Gives you the impression that there were even more people here than the number of bodies you see. Okay. Can we tell how many went back up? Uh, Liberté, make a survival check. Yeah, I'm assuming... Jesus, I have rolled an 18 plus <laughs> 1 four times tonight. That's the fourth um, time, and and literally the second roll in a row that it's so, happened for me. So Joe never needs party inspiration again. He rolls too well. <laughs> um, That's not true. Trying to trying to guesstimate the the footprints, Liberté. There are a lot more going down than there are going up, and based on the number of tracks, it does look like some went up and down or went up multiple times after they came down. So you're guessing that probably around five or so actually walked away. Do, do we have an idea based on looking at this for this long, how long ago this happened? Um, based on all the checks, um, I, I, I think I, uh, I think I wrote it in here somewhere. Uh, yeah, you, you would guess probably a couple hours at most. Okay, a couple hours if they were on foot would be like eight miles. Okay. Uh, the f- let me tell you the the people who walked away were their feet dragging. 
As in, like, were the tire exhausted? Um, I don't know that even with a good survival check, Liberté would know the answer to that, but do I see any blood in the grass? Yeah, or by? if they were long strides, they were running um, versus... Yeah, I could tell that, too. Yep. I don't know if... I mean, dragging, I mean, I think that's a little, little beyond his... Well, stumbling or short pace. There, there is, there is blood, Liberté. I will, I will, I will give you that. There, there is blood heading away from this scene. Right. Oh. So yes, yeah, so it looks like five um, mostly injured uh, people did leave from here, but there's no way for me to tell which group they were with. Would you able be able to track them? <laughs> um. I mean, I could turn to a giant owl and fly up into the sky and see if anybody's around, but if this happened a couple hours ago, I mean, they'd be seven or eight miles away. I mean, they waited. They might have, must have a cap. If this is an ambush. This is, this is a road that's traveled, though, right, Josh? Correct. So, if you if you did this, you wouldn't stick around. And also the fact that no one else has gotten here first makes you think that it was probably more recent than not. Hmm. All right, I'm 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 gonna do it. I'm gonna turn into a giant owl, fly into the sky, and see if I can find these people. Debating if we should stay and take the woman and the child away, or we hunt them. Down. Let's wait for Liberté to get back, and then. Yeah, then we will take okay. the woman and the baby and maybe the man so we could give him a proper burial. Yeah. I'd like to also check out their wagon too to see if it's like, you know, their entire life's possessions, you know, so. Okay. Um, go ahead and make an investigation check, Taz. Liberté, make a perception check as a giant owl, I think you said. You were transforming into again? Yes. Um,. Ugh, 14. Just look. I love how everyone's being so like calm and collected, and I'm just over here like, baby. Uh, I, I that's Vesper. I assumed you picked it up and are like caring yeah, yeah. for it. Oh my god! All right, so he he has advantage on wisdom checks, but his wisdom is plus one, just like mine. So that makes this very easy. Hey. Uh, 17. Okay, you you fly up into the sky until... You, how, how high up do you want to go? Um, high enough so that I can see, I guess, 10 miles away. Okay, 10 miles is an awful long distance. Yes. Well, I mean, I could, I could spiral up, right? So... Yeah. So I could, I could fly in a circle looking each direction and then fly higher. Look each direction, then fly higher. Okay. You you spiral upwards for the next couple of minutes, Liberté, until you get probably, you know, three, four, five hundred feet up in the air. Just taking a general look, scanning your eyes for any scent of movement outside of the wind rustling the trees. Don't see anything that really catches you as suspicious or people specifically moving away from this scene. Do I see anybody else on the road in either direction? 
Um, I would say that probably being that high with that with that high of a perception roll, uh, probably I don't know between four and six miles. There does look to be someone on the road coming in your direction, but they're okay. still a ways off. Okay, I fly back down to the party um, and just kind of, I guess, land like over here and everybody near everybody and just kind of look at them staying in owl form, just kind of shrug. Okay. Um, yeah, so I got a 14 uh, for investigation about the, the wagon. Okay. Um, Taz, you look through the wagon. Um, it is mostly destroyed. The wheels have been, you know, broken into pieces. The inside has been slashed. It is very soft with nice velvets on the inside. It was probably a once really nice cart. Um, but it is just torn to shreds. There is one bag untouched, untaken that you find. Uh, I'll detect magic given that I think she's a magic user to see if there's any kind of magical warding or traps on it. You do not sense any magic. All right. So can I, I guess, look around for more mundane kinds of traps? And then if not, then I will grab that so that we can take along with us so they don't have... Okay. Everything. Um, it does not seem to be trapped. It, it okay. is. It is a very. It is a very. You know, not conspicuous at all. It's. It's just like a backpack. Okay. All right. So I will grab that and uh, put it in the bag of holding. And okay. Um, are are you are you looking in it or are you just taking it and putting it in the bag? No, I'm just putting it in the bag. Um. That would be rude. Um, and Vesper might yell at me. Um, I think we should try and move as far as we can for as long as we can away from here. Should I guess we should take um, the husband, but uh, uh, Vesper, you might have oh, to do that. Husband. One of us, or well, man. What? Um, uh, I mean, can, 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 would I mean, as a group, when when you find a bunch of people dressed in identical robes, t traveling together, transporting a baby, I mean, my guess is this is some important baby, and none of these people are the parents. This baby is Jesus. Well, <laughs> no, I was thinking it was their children, and these are the rest of the people are. Sorry, their child and the rest were attackers, but you could be right. It, you know, there's other people in robes that are dead, though, right? Or no? There's only two that are in robes. Oh, the then I'm wrong. The yeah. Never mind. I'm wrong. He's dead and she's not, and the rest are all dead. Um, okay, can I find something to wrap the, his body up? Like the. Uh... I, yeah, I have blankets in the bag of holding, so I give you those okay. you you also could tear some of the canvas off of the tent and yeah. or off of the cart and use that let's put the body on on oops, while step and uh 
Do we have her? I don't know if she can be on the horse or not. And we're gonna carry the baby. Hey. Yeah, so I think I'll Vesper if you can help her. Um or Jacques, you can carry her. Vesper can lead Wildstep with, you know, the body of the husband and I'll carry the baby. Wait, how did I get that job? Do you know how to hold a baby? I don't. Yeah, no. So, um, yeah, so I'll lead Wildstep. I know how to carry a baby. Everybody make a perception check. Uh -oh. yep. While uh -oh. we're doing that, I look at the baby and I go, whoo! <laughs> I, I I will say I am personally taking a lot of joy out of this arc because I made this setup before either Joe or Kat informed me that they had close relatives or spouses having kids. So I was like, oh, this is this is fitting. You guys didn't know I had kids. Well, like, like just had it, a it, it newborn. Was, yeah, that's oh. natural twenty. Yeah. Yeah, he was born in September. Um, yeah. I'm still an owl, and I'm su if it's a visual thing, 19. If it's actually it's hearing too, visual or seeing, it's a 19. Okay. Uh, let me double check. Oh wait, I, I I need to roll for I need to roll for Alexander. Uh, visual actually, or hearing. Screw it. I'm gonna say he doesn't see it. Uh, three 19. Okay. Um, everybody but Taz notices it. Taz, you, you are looking around for Wild Step, trying to get on into the next section of, you know, whatever this journey is going to be. Everyone else notices quick as a flash, the woman kicks up onto her feet, immediately puts her fists up. Drop my child! Uh, we can hand them to you. We're not, we, we Sorry, we healed you and, and found you. And we're not going to drop the child. Yeah, we, we mean you no harm. We're we're hopefully here to protect you. Make a persuasion check. Ugh. I am watching the baby. Twenty one? Oh. I'm going to roll insight. Twenty six. Natural oh. nineteen. She 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 looks from you, Taz, who says who says this to Vesper, who is holding the child in a very protective position, but also has one hand on her sword ready, and she just rushes for you, Vesper, not not in a, not in an aggressive way, but just in a blink of an eye, she's there, grabs the child, holds him close, oh, Taunton, Taunton, and is just starting to weep. And that's where we'll end the session.